0: You are now tuning into Love Frequency, where love grows. So let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And thank you for checking in before you check out. I'm Naya Spoken Soul Artist author, love advocate, and your host. And we meet again. See, I'm starting to think you like the show just a little bit because you keep coming back. So you might as well just go ahead and subscribe. Let's just make this official. And today we're celebrating. Today is our last episode of our three-part series on taking your power back. And tonight we learn how to level up. Now, if you've missed the other two episodes, don't you worry. I got you. There are links in the show notes for your added convenience because I love you. You're welcome. And stick around until the end of the show. I have a surprise for you, just for you. See, I came bearing gifts today. I feel like Oprah. And since we're speaking about you, you know what time it is. This is the part of the show where you get to take a few moments of your day for yourself. This time is about you. So if you need more time, go ahead and push pause on the podcast. Don't worry, I'll be here when you get back. Just don't forget to come back. But what's most important is that you don't rush this time. Be intentional with your response. How are you today? How is your spirit? I pause just long enough for one really good deep inhale and exhale and I love that time for us. I love our check-ins. I love that we get to spend that time together because I believe every passing moment provides another chance to turn it all around. amid. Everything that's going on in the world, we make that time count. So remember, when we pause, you aren't just checking in with yourself. You're also steering your path in a different direction. And therein lies your power. See, I have to tell you a secret. Don't be mad at me, but I've been lying to you. Yep. Taking your power back is an illusion, baby, because it never left. It's been inside of you this whole time. Even in your absence of its existence. And I can prove it. Think about the last breakup that really broke you. Now think about how you felt during that time. Do you remember some of your thoughts? Do you remember not being able to eat? Sleep? I remember becoming so overwhelmed with my own thoughts that that's all I could do was sleep. Just to shut them up. Do you remember the noises inside your head that you just couldn't turn off? The ones convincing you that you were unworthy of love, that you deserved this pain. The voices telling you that you hated them while simultaneously convincing you that you needed them and could not live without them. Followed by more days of uncontrollable crying, the songs we worked so damn hard to avoid, the places we stopped visiting, I know some of this is difficult to relive. But this, this is how you level up. You have to face the very thing you've been avoiding because what you avoid creates a void. That's also the only way you can grow through your shit is to go through your shit. Now here's the exciting part. So we agree. We remember that gut-wrenching feeling when we believed our life was over. Look at you now. See, we don't give ourselves enough credit or acknowledgement with our resilience. You and I spending this time together is proof of this. You could be doing anything right now, but you made a choice. And right now, you are choosing you. Let that in and of itself be evidence of how strong you truly are. That break almost, almost took you out. Or so you believed. You may even be going through something right now. The wounds are still too fresh, but I bet you this isn't the first time you've had to overcome some shit. Something in my spirit says that you are over there shaking your head. So listen, I'm going to need your help on this because I get it. This is new, and some of you are still lacking the ability to acknowledge your power. Some of y'all find comfort in calling that humility. I call it lazy. See, I think many times we choose humility when we have a fear of stepping into our power. It provides an opportunity to not be accountable. To be humble, by definition, is having or showing a modest or low esteem of one's own importance. So tell me again how humble you are. Hmm. Own it. Step into it. Stop resisting. Let's go back to that breakup that tried to break us. But this time, let's take a look at it from a different perspective. This time, I want you to take an inventory of you. And I want you to identify, hmm, let's say three things that you've accomplished or feel personally proud about. Since that breakup Now there's nothing too big Or too small to add to this list And if you have more than three By all means keep going If it brought you joy I want you to acknowledge that If it made you happy If it was something you checked off a to-do list If just getting out of the bed Is progress for you Write that Acknowledge that Embrace that Yes, you, right now this isn't rhetoric. I really need you to come up with three or more things right now. Don't worry, I'll wait. Because resistance to do the exercise is resistance to your own power. And you gotta ask yourself, what are you so afraid of? The work can be uncomfortable, the work is going to be uncomfortable. And you may even think it's inconvenient. But you've spent so much time giving other people the benefit of the doubt. Loving other people through their pain. When is it your turn? If you love that good, shouldn't it be good enough for you? See, one of the greatest things I've learned on this journey was learning how to get out of my own way. And that's all this is. I'll give you an example. Did you know... Deep breathing is one of the easiest, most convenient, and natural tools to combat issues like stress and anxiety. It reduces pain, high blood pressure, increases stamina, and even aids in digestion. Just deep breathing. So, when you become stressed or anxious, your brain releases cortisol, the stress hormone. Just by taking a deep breath, your heart rate slows. More oxygen enters your bloodstream and ultimately communicates with the brain to relax. Deep breathing also increases your endorphins, those feel-good chemicals. Breathing, believe it or not, is even in charge of 70% of cleansing the body of toxins. The other 30% is through the bladder and the bowels. But think about that 70%. So if you don't breathe fully, Your body has to work overtime to release those toxins. Well, in late February, early March of this year, right around the time the pandemic hit, I was vibrating at a level one. I was in so much physical pain. I had the world's worst toothache amid a bunch of other symptoms. I was tired. My breathing was shallow. I was getting cold and hot sweats. So of course... I thought I had the Rona, y'all. But I didn't want to panic. The whole world was in a state of panic. There was no toilet paper. People couldn't get groceries. You couldn't go outside. So I decided I needed to get the toothache taken care of so I can reduce those symptoms to see what symptoms remained. And if some of those similar symptoms to COVID remain, then I needed to figure out how to get a test. Well, due to the pandemic, my dentist's office is closed, so I go to a 24-hour dental clinic. After the intake and all of uh, the tests that they have to run, they determine it's my wisdom tube that has to be removed. Listen, I'm going to need y'all to understand something. I'm not a big fan of the dentist's office and specifically the dentist's tools. I even have... Probably one of the most amazing dental offices in the state of Indiana. And I'm still scared. They are one of the kindest, most thoughtful places I've ever been to. And I have lived all over the U.S. I still hate going. But the pain had gotten so bad that it started to travel from my mouth down to uh, the nerve endings in my arm and my hand. So I had to get something done. I couldn't even work. Well, part of my procedure was to receive a local anesthetic. I believe I'm saying that correctly. I would be awake, but the area would be numb. They said the medication takes about 20 minutes or so to take effect. I will feel heavy and I will feel some numbness in that area. So just 20 minutes. Okay, I could do this. So the dental hygienist says, I just need you to let me know when you feel the medication. Well, I couldn't really speak because I had, you know, those random apparatuses. They stick in your mouth that stretch your skin in directions that are rude and borderline disrespectful. Leaving me both ashy and a mouthful of drool. I hate that. Don't even try to wipe it up. So you just spitting on yourself. Ugh. So I'm sitting there sexy as I have ever been. And she comes back. It's been 20 minutes, but the medication hasn't kicked in. So she leaves. About another 10 minutes or so, checks. I can still feel everything she's doing. So she gives me another injection. So we have to wait another 15 minutes. She comes back. I can still feel it. Well, now she's worried and I'm worried and I'm already scared. So anxiety is getting ready to set in, y'all. I feel it. I'm getting ready to panic in this chair. The dentist comes in. And he pulls out his tools of torture. Can you feel that? Is he scraping. And I flinched. And he was shocked. So we're at about, what, 45, 55 minutes? I've received three additional injections. Nothing. I don't feel anything. So the dentist grabs my chart. He walks away to speak to his assistant. But they're still an earshot. And I hear the dentist say the most simplistic statement. But it forever changed my life. See, I was already sitting in the chair asking myself, why? Why am I so scared? What am I afraid of? I'm trying to calm myself and do everything that I've been practicing. I think it's applicable in all circumstances. So as I'm going through this, trying to figure it out myself, the dentist says, give her a few more minutes. She has a higher level of anxiety than most people. And then he walks back over to me places his hand on my shoulder, looks me directly in the eyes and said, I need you to just breathe. So I did. And as soon as I did, I felt heavy and I felt some numbness in the area. My tooth was extracted. I was able to eliminate my symptoms and conclude that I did not have the Rona. But on the drive home, I kept laughing. Now, some of it wasn't juice they gave me, but most of it was because in that moment, I realized I had been holding my breath most of my damn life. I realized that I would go into situations afraid, even when there was no sign of threat. I just anticipated it. I was the person that said, I hope for the best, but I expect the worst. And the universe complied. I had conditioned my body this way, and because I wasn't checking in with myself regularly, I never noticed. Ever. This informed how I made decisions, how I carried myself in relationships, and why I so easily accepted disrespect towards me. I accepted it because I expected it. On that day, I leveled up. I had no choice. Level up is how I define the result of what happens when you trust the process. It's that point in your exploration where the light bulb comes on. When you level up, you begin to understand that life doesn't get easier. You just learn you a little bit better so you know how to navigate this world. In joy, in peace, in abundance, and in love. Also, knowing. And here's the tricky part, that from this day forward, every bad day that you have is a day that you're choosing to have. So if all else fails, and you find yourself at a level one or level two, and you don't know what to do, at the very least, I need you to remember to breathe. As she looked at me. With all the courage she could muster and said, bitch, how? How can you pull hope out of a hat with holes? See, life had shown her a considerable amount of ugly. So her versions of pretty were always wrapped in quick fixes. Not wanting to sugarcoat shit, I smiled, grabbed her hand and simply said this. Your fear is your strength. Just Objects in the mirror are closer than they appear, my dear, come here, take a look, you can do this, don't give up, just push through this, put fist to fight, to fear, to fate to face the fact, your fear is your strength, just breathe, your fear is your strength, your fear is your strength, your fear is your strength, just breathe, you are capable of more than you think, queen, come take a drink of this thought, water, thirst, quench, conscious fluid, spoken soul, spirit music, dig deep to it. I know you can do it. profess to fight to fear to fate to face the fact your fear is your strength. Just breathe. Your fear is your strength. Your fear is your strength. Just breathe. You were better than your greatest mistake. I know it's hard when you think that you deserve all this pain. Just reset your mindset. It takes time. Don't quit yet. profess to fight to fear to fate to face the fact your fear is your strength. Just breathe, shorty. Hey, your fear is your strength fear is your strength, to face the fact your fear is your strength, just breathe, just breathe, just, to face the fact your fear is your strength, your fear is your strength, to the person that's strong but tired, hold on and just breathe. You can't tell me you don't feel recharged. Listen, I want to thank you for checking in tonight. Don't forget to subscribe and share this with one person you know needs to breathe through what they're going through. So even though this is just the beginning, I have so much more in store, y'all. So let's keep this conversation flowing, going and growing. We got some healing to do next time.